And welcome to The Deep End with Ed. On this episode, we'd like to talk about dim distractions, D-E-M, dim distractions, when life is out of focus. Please be sure to share this podcast with others and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Deep End with Ed. Now, before we jump into the deep end, I'd like to offer you a lifeguard tower moment. Again, something that you can do for others. This week, I want you to speak or connect with someone who is different from you. It may be ethnic or gender differences. It may be religious differences. It could be educational differences. It could be uh, geographical where you live type of differences. Uh, It can be a host of things. I just want you to connect with someone who is different from you. And you'd be surprised what you can learn from someone else. So that is your task again this week is to connect with someone who is different from you, whether it's on your job and in your community, uh, in your school, on your sports team. Get to know someone who is different from you. Now let's jump into the deep end. The deep end. The deep end. With Ed Robinson. The deep end. Welcome back to this episode. Again, we like to talk about dim distractions, D-E-M distractions, those things that have you out of focus, those things that have you overwhelmed, those things that keep you from accomplishing life's goals and the things that are before you. Uh, People always like to put things in your way and say different things to take you off course. And I hope that on this episode, we can offer some practical, daily, simple things that you can do to help you to Stay focused on the task that is at hand. The Apostle Paul says something very profound. He says that this one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind and I press forward to the things uh, that are before me. And he focused on the high calling. And uh, Paul was trying to say that life is full of challenges. Life is full of disappointments. Life is full of uh, setbacks and disappointments and letdowns and turnarounds and changes and phases and things of that nature. And he says, rather than me try to focus on everything else that is behind me and that's holding me back, he says, I'm going to press forward. I'm going to push forward. I'm going to lean and I'm going to be in intentional about the things that await me and somebody on the end of this uh, at the end of this um, on the other side of this microphone might be at a point where you had a standstill you had big dreams you had big hopes you had big ideas and aspirations and something called life got in the way or better yet things called distractions dim distractions got in the way and stopped you from doing the things that you need to do You know, we all face it. We all have challenges. And I could look at many pages from the book of my life where I had distractions, where I got discouraged, where I got off track and I didn't stay focused to the things that I needed to do. As a runner, uh, I'm always looking down at the ground to make sure that I'm on level ground and I'm not running over any rocks or uneven pavements. And there's been numerous times where I've been running 
and I'm doing very well and I'm almost either finished or I'm maybe midway and I've crashed and burned literally a few times where I hit some uneven pavement. It wasn't like a major delta, like one inch or something. It was like ever so, like maybe an eighth of an inch or so and I tripped over and I had an option to either stay down moan and groan and cry or either I can just pick myself up dust myself off and keep going and yes when I did fall the earth did shatter you know with my large head so I kind of shook things up but for the most part I, I was able to get up and that's the same thing that I say to you when you get knocked down you don't have to stay down and so think about you know things that are happening in your life right now somebody is majorly distracted by something you're not focused on the task or something that you have in the front of you. And so our past has a way of uh, creeping up and holding us back, you know, from what, where we are and who we are and everything that we could be. And that's why when I think about, you know, born and raised in the town of Watts and experiencing the Watts riots, moving to the city of Compton. And I think about, you know, uh, the things that people have said to me to try to distract me, to try to dissuade me, to try to discourage me, to try to prevent me, to try to take me off balance because of my geographical upbringing. And I have to tell you, you know, there was times where I did get distracted focusing on what other people had thought about me and where I was from. And then I got to the point where I got of age and I really didn't care anymore. And I sure enough don't care now uh, that people know uh, where I'm from. I'm not ashamed of to tell people uh, where I'm from. And so, again, uh, being distracted. And I remember uh, working in corporate America where I would apply for jobs. And if there were, um, you know, three or four people that were applying for jobs, I was always focused on, you know, looking to the left and looking to the right and looking at him, looking at her and, you know, getting off my A game. And then I got to the point where, you know, it didn't matter who I was up against. It could have been the best of the best, the least of the least. And I decided, all right, I'm not going to look to the left. I'm not going to look to the right. I'm going to stay focused on what I need to do and able to accomplish what was going on. I don't even know if they still have these classes, but. Uh, when my wife was first pregnant, they had these classes called Lamas classes. Don't know if they still have it, maybe uh, revealing my age and my era in which I came up. But I remember uh, many times they would tell me my task was to make sure that my wife stayed focused on something so she can, you know, do whatever she can to be distracted from the pain of giving a birth to a child. And sometimes in life, we have to find our Lamas moment. We we have to find that thing that we can focus on. We have to find that situation that can help us to um, to to move forward in the things that uh, we need um, to stay focused on. I'm mindful of a story that I heard about a guy who went to a memory seminar, and uh, he was pretty excited about what he had learned in this seminar. He was able to meet people for the first time and recite their names. He was able to get the names of their spouses and recite them. He was able to get the name of the uh, children and recite them. He was able to remember people's birthdays and how old they were and so forth. 
And so uh, he was very impressed with himself. And so finally he decided uh, that he was going to show off some of his skills. And he started just picking out people and giving names and doing various things, you know, to let people know how impressive he was with his memorization skills. And so uh, he wooed and he wowed everyone and everyone was pretty jazzed and very impressed as to what was going on. And so finally it was time for the seminar to be over and everybody was going home. And this guy uh, got distracted by a few things, people that were passing by, and he was trying to figure out what was going on. And he got so distracted that when he walked out to the car, he could not remember where he had parked. It's a very humorous, uh, semi-humorous story. But the fact of the matter is that sometimes we get caught up with trying to impress ourselves, trying to impress others that we forget where we park our mental state of mind, where we park uh, where what, um, you know, is vitally important to us. And so I just want to, again, to encourage someone that if you're dealing with distractions and where life is full of distractions, it might be a divorce distraction, it might be an unemployment distraction, it might be a financial distraction, it might be a uh, health distraction, it might be a, a laying off of the job uh, distraction, it might be a situation where you don't have any um, place to lay your head, maybe homeless distraction, maybe bullied uh, distraction. It might be uh, grades. Your grades are not the best uh, type of distractions. Life is full of distractions. And one of the distractions that I see that really, really kind of uh, troubles me, and I've been guilty of it, so let me let me throw myself out there first. But when I see people driving and texting, and um, there was times where when I would drive and text, and there was a few times where I came pretty close to the rear end of someone else's car, and it could have been really bad. And so I learned not to text uh, like I, I like I should, you know. Now, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I stop at the light, and I will pick up the phone and look at something. I try not to make it a habit, but that's one of the things that, you know, can really ruin a person's day, a, a person's life by, again, be uh, driving while while um, distracted, and then the other thing that I see, even in the same vein of texting, I see a lot of uh, young people, and I don't want this to come across as a sexist comment, but I see a lot of young ladies, ladies, young ladies, who are constantly walking and they're not paying attention. And I say to myself, if someone wanted to snatch them, they could snatch them because of dim distractions um, that that have them unfocused. I see uh, people get distracted about money issues, you know. Uh, I don't have all of the money that I need, and so I'm stressed and I'm worried and I'm overwhelmed about what I'm going to do. Instead of making a plan out in budgeting and figure out what can I do to stop the financial uh, bleeding uh, to make sure that I have the money to do the things that I need to do. Or I'll see uh, individuals who uh, re uh, neglect their health and now they're at a point where, you know, they have no other choice but to make a, a, a health decision and they're distracted and they didn't want to take care of things that could have been prevented. Uh, I've seen in 
individuals, even in ministry, managing ministries, and get so distracted with other ministries and what other people are doing and try to replicate, duplicate, copy what they're doing instead of being original. And now they're at a point where, you know, they're frustrated in ministry and not focus on that. I've seen entertainers and athletes, again, uh, look at the other person and try to, you know, compete with them more as we used to say back in the day, keep up with the Joneses. And uh, you don't have to keep up with the Joneses. You just keep up with your own Jones and you keep up with your own self and you set the bar for yourself. And uh, it can certainly change things uh, for you when you think about all of those things. So life, again, is full of damn distractions. Every day there is a distraction. Somebody right now uh, will uh, go into a distraction. It might be a distraction at a meeting that you're about to go to. It might be at the bank. It might be in the store. It might be when you walk into your home. Distractions abound. They don't, they don't discriminate against anyone. And the question is, how do we manage them distractions? How do we make sure that we're aware of it? And one thing is, again, just being aware, being aware that, you know, stand present in the moment, you know, just try, you know, at a point where, you know what, if you have a problem with uh, texting all the time while you're driving or walking, you know what, let me do something different today. Today, I'm going to put my phone in my uh, wallet, in my, I mean, in my purse, in my pocket. I'm going to put the phone down while I'm driving and I'm not going to for the next, even if you have to play head games with yourself for the next mile or so, for the next, from this street to that street on the freeway sign or on the street, I'm just going to stay focused and not, uh, you know, get caught up in that. And so little things that you can do, you know, or writing things down instead of uh, I'm a person I am. I am really big on writing things down. And the reason why I like to write things down, because my head is full of information and there's always things that are flowing through. I need to have some good head space. So the way I get develop good head space is I, I try to unclutter my mind. And one of the ways I do that is just writing things down. So every day, uh, and I've been doing this for 30 plus years, I do a, uh, a things to do um, list in my uh, planner book. Might be old school OG for some folks, but it works for me. I write things down so I know exactly, you know, if I have an appointment or I have to go pick up something or if I ran or if I walked or I visit or I need to call someone, I get all of that uncluttered. I get all of that uh, cluttered things out of my mind so I can be pretty focused and I can be clear on the mission uh, that I set uh, for that particular day. And the other thing that I try to do is quiet my mind, just quiet my mind. That is just go somewhere and just put your feet up. It might be at a special place in your home. It might be going to the beach. It might be going to the park. It might be taking a walk. It might be taking a drive. In other words, finding a place, a quiet place where you can just be alone with yourself and your thoughts and think about, you know, what are some of the things that may be worrying? What may be some of the things that are distracting? What are some of the things that are weighing you down? What are some of the things that are making you anxious, but getting alone by yourself? And then also, while you're doing it, you can write those things down and see, get a visual picture of what it is that that you're dealing with. 
And so so that's that's another thing that that you can do. And then the other thing too is just talking with people, talking with folks. You know, hey, look, I I am I am out of focus. I need somebody to be an accountability partner for me, someone who will hold me accountable, someone who will not judge me, someone who can hold my confidences, someone who I can just kind of let loose and tell them, you know, um, the difficulty or the issues or the distractions that I'm dealing with. And so um, I remember uh, when my son was playing in high school football and uh, he was in a uh, CIF, California Interscholastic Federation or CIF, semifinal football game. And I'll never forget this. Uh, My wife actually caught it before I did. So they kicked the ball off to our team. Our team, you know, uh, it goes into the end zone and now they take it uh, on the 20-yard line. My son was a running back. Yeah, I started running back at that, I might add. And so um, they go out to the 20, and the defensive team, the entire defensive line, not the whole team, but the front line, the defensive line, they all jumped out off uh, sides. That is, before the height, the ball was hiked and knocked all of our offensive guys literally on their behinds. And so the flags were flying everywhere. And my wife turned to me. She says, Ed, I bet you that was intentional. I didn't catch that in that moment. And lo and behold, uh, when my son came back, he said, you know, Daddy, he says, man, those guys threw our whole offensive line off. And he said, if you notice, we were off cadence. We weren't focused. And uh, they ended up losing that game by one touchdown and uh, was equally as as a equipped as the other team but what happened was those guys came in with a little bit of psychological warfare commonly known as them distractions we're going to distract them so our guys didn't know when the next time they all were going to jump off sides and so you know life has a way of lining us up you know when we're trying to take care of things and people jump off sides and people may give us the middle finger or people may call us names people may look at us cray cray Somebody may drive up on you and, you know, they're dodging in and out. Someone may uh, take your personal uh, belonging. Someone may take your credit for the work that you may have done. Someone may not even uh, recognize you as a human being. Uh, somebody may look at you uh, funny because you are now wearing a mask trying to protect them and others. And so these are everyday distractions that we deal with and if you could capture it if you could pay attention if you could see that these are things that people are intentionally trying to get us off our game then you know you you'll pay attention uh, to see wow you know I'm not going to let them get me today another person who was the master of distractions uh, the greatest of all time Muhammad Ali I love Muhammad Ali Muhammad Ali would get into a fighter's opponent's head and he would talk about them. He would call them ugly. He would, you know, talk about how pretty he was. He was pre-prophesied on what round he was going to knock them down. He'd talk about their wives and he'd just go on and on and on. And essentially what he was doing was that he was defeating many of these opponents even before they got into the ring. So the name calling and all of the, you know, the things that he was doing to them was to throw 
throw them off, to get them off their A game. And that's the same thing, you know, when someone is calling you names and someone's calling you, you know, out of your name, when someone is threatening you, it's it's natural, normal human tendency to want to go and get somebody back. But how do you manage that? And sometimes if you got to count to 10 backwards, you know, sometimes if you have to just, you know, hold your peace and don't say anything at all. Sometimes if you have to do what former first lady Michelle Obama said, when they go low, you go high. So there are a host of things that we have to do to make sure that, you know, again, folk are not uh, distracting us. They're not taking advantage of that. They're not allowing us to be our true, authentic and genuine uh, self. And so it's important, again, to stay focused on the task that is at hand. You know, when you think about what's happening with the pandemic, the now the uh, Delta variant um, strand that, that's out there, when you look at uh, things that are happening in the realm of, um, you know, uh, discord and uh, unfortunately, folks looking at, you know, the ethnicity of people and treating people wrong based on the color of their skin. You see this all across America. These are distractions, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's essentially what they come down. These are dim, major distractions that get us off board and off of um, out of accord with one another. And that's why often I like to talk with people and just ask people their story. Tell me your story, and you'd find out. Even though we may look different than anyone uh, from each other. We find that often there are some of the common threads that we have together. And I always look for those themes or those threads that we have together where we can focus together as human beings. It might be, you know, you have a common thread of someone, you know, you're single. You may have a common thread with someone that you have children. You may kind of have a common thread with someone that you're married. You may have a common thread. You have the same sports team that you like. You may have a common thread that you went to the same school or or whatever. And so there are there are threads that are out there and themes that if we pay attention to the clues that we have before us, we'd be surprised how we can connect uh, with someone. And so, you know, um, you know, for instance, if you go uh, to the store, it's not a good time to go to the store to buy some food when you are hungry because now you're distracted and everything looks good. Everything smells good. And the next thing you know, you know, you're paying, you know, triple or four, quadruple, four times the amount that you normally would have paid versus if you had eaten before you went there and then even prepared a list of the things that you need versus then going, you know, for those things. Again, I'm just a simple person by nature, and I just try to call out the obvious things that I see and how do we work through those things. I see a lot because I walk a lot, I run a lot, and I see a lot of times where even the stop signs, people no longer, for the most part, they do adhere to the driving rules. And I tell people all the time, pedestrians always have the right of way. But there are times where, you know, you're you're out there and they're not necessarily texting. It's just a lot of heavy-footed, fast-driving folk 
who don't want to stop behind the lines or at a stop sign. And so I'd say to folks, be careful when you're out there because, you know, you never know who's behind the wheel and what influence or whatever it is that may be bothering them. Or they may have just read a sensitive or a bad text or got some bad news and now they want to take it out and drive in, in an aggressive manner. And so these things may seem oversimplified, but again, there are dim distractions that happen uh, to us. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you had to give a presentation and, you know, you prepared and everything. You stand up, but your thoughts sit down. And I don't know if you've had that. You stand up and your thoughts just say, you know what, I'm going I'm to stay posted right here. I'm just going to sit down, often because we are distracted often because, you know, we're more concerned about what others may think uh, versus, you know, me just being myself, normal, natural, and so to speak, going with the flow. Uh, And so if you ever get to that point, it's okay. You know, things happen and you just kind of back up where you are and don't be afraid to look at your notes and things that you prepared. um, That's what they're there for. So again, what can you do to ensure that, you know, you are managing them distractions, you know, the things that are constantly coming before us. And even our babies, they get distracted with things. I'm talking about the young kids, you know, there's nothing wrong with video games. Let me be really, really clear about that. But I think that, you know, when a child is spending uh, two plus hours on a video game per day, Uh, It does a couple of things. First of all, it gets inside their psyche and depending on what they are um, playing, you know, some of these things are uh, adult theme oriented type of games, but yet they're putting them out to kids. I think that can take away, you know, from from a host of things, you know, from their their mental well-being to their innocence. Um, It just, you know, from from just all of their their normal uh, growing up childlike type of things. And thusly, you get so distracted with all of those things that homework becomes less than. And so how do you help your child to stay focused uh, towards that end? Even in when it comes to uh, relationships, when it comes to illicit uh, relationships, you know, where, um, you know, I have friends of mine in my age and there'll be young ladies, you know, who are half our age and they want to come and flirt with them. And all of a sudden, my uh, friends and homies think that they still got it. You know, man, I still got it, Ed. And I'm like, no, man, they're not interested in you because of your looks and your, you think you're a mag daddy and you're full of verbal rapability or anything. No, 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 no. They're looking at you for potential of what you do have. And so you have to be mindful of that. We all like to be flattered from time to time. Even your boy likes to be flattered. But we got to keep that flattery in perspective and let's not let it go to our heads. And the same thing for the women also. You know, there are guys that will, you know, say everything that they need to say. You know, they drop all kind of lines on you and, 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 you know, sing all kind of songs to you and get you off your game. And the next thing you know, you know, you find yourself in a in a awkward situation, in a compromised uh, uh, situation. On our jobs, you know, you have people who, some people like to cheat. You know, they don't want to do the right thing. And they, sh- they want to show you the shortcut, how to get around, you know, doing your job. And the next thing you know, you find yourself being distracted. Uh, and you're at a point where, you know, you're cheating the system and you're, 
you know, you're not doing the right thing. And now all of a sudden, them distractions have caught up with you. So so, so be mindful of, of them distractions and those things that will, uh, you know, uh, turn you turn you in a different way. And so as I get ready to land the plane um, today, I just want to share with you a, a coachable moment, something that you can uh, do for yourself. In this coachable moment, what I want you to think about is I want you to think about uh, just one. Think of one life distractions that you're dealing with. Just think of one thing that just has you distracted. It might be woman, um, uh, money, it might be a woman, it might be a man, it might be, you know, uh, position, status, or whatever. Something that has you distracted and have you at a point where, man, I, I just can't focus, you know. It just seems like I'm just, I'm being sucked in, I'm being pulled in by this. I want you to write that one life distraction down. We're talking about dim distraction. D-E-M, dim distraction. I want you to write down that one distraction. And then I want you to practice what I like to call convenient amnesia. You know, we all have those moments of convenient amnesia where we remember what we want to remember. We forget what we want to forget. And by this, I'm talking about in a good way. I want you to forget about those negative things. I want you to forget about those things that may have you uh, discouraged. I want you to forget about them distractions. And then I want you to be purposeful, be purposeful, be intentional about addressing them distractions, whatever they may be, you know, do something different, you know, lean into it, focus on it, address it, uh, write it down, give it a name, whatever it may be to focus on the distraction that you're dealing with. We all have them. We all have them. Everyone is dealing with something. And so the name of the game is how do we manage our uh, distractions? So again, I want you to be encouraged. I ask that you would consider, again, sharing this podcast with others. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Deep In With Ed. Tell someone else about it who may be struggling and going through various things on uh, Deep In With Ed. We like to talk about just day-to-day, everyday things that are happening in our lives. We come out every Tuesday. Um, The um, podcast drops after 4.30 a.m. Let me be clear. I'm not asking anyone to wake up at 4.30 a.m. I'm saying after 4.30 a.m. And you can find it on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. So make sure that you share that with others. I want to thank uh, my production crew, uh, Austin Roach. Uh, Nicole Robinson, Danielle Robinson Jenkins, uh, for all of their assistance and uh, support and helping to bring this um, to fruition. And I just want you to know that the Deep End with Ed is a um, Beyond the Mass Conversation production. So I look forward to seeing you again on the next episode of Deep End with Ed. Thank you and God bless. Deep in.